Welcome back to Barley D&D. Happy holidays, y'all. Um, I guess when we release this, it'll actually probably be after the holidays. So happy, happy New, New Year. Year. Dang. Happy New Year. Why? It's 2023. What did you say? <laughs> I couldn't hear myself. So I would. <laughs> so you just started doing nonsense. <laughs> so um, I had to test it. <laughs> Uh, we are playing a special one shot today because uh, Landon and Mel are getting so much needed rest and Micah got run over by a reindeer. So um, <laughs> we are... No, Micah didn't, but Craig did. Yeah, the big Mike. <laughs> yeah. The big Mike ran over the reindeer and he's fleeing from the law. Um, but uh, Is it illegal to run over a reindeer? It yeah. should be. I... No, because that's an accident. <laughs> if you, <laughs> there are if people you do it on purpose, on purpose, it should be illegal. Well, they should go to jail. Premeditated yeah. reindeer running over. <laughs> oh, man. Where did this is starting off with weird energy, man. And know, if you can tell from a... the voices, in today's special one shot, we are going to have a slightly different lineup. So we have... It's um, obviously um, Melanie. <laughs> um, Micah and Reagan. Yeah. We have Abuelita on the drums. Uh, we have special guest Jackie Butler. <laughs> and uh, we have actual special <laughs> guest Daniel again, which is very <laughs> fun to get to have him so often. And he's not um, a DM today. He's, he's a, a DM, player. Which is a fun okay. mix up. I When I walked in, or when we were first like saying hi and stuff, I got confused because I was like, I went to ask like like a, a DM a, mm. a question to the DM, and I was like, wait, wait, uh, wait. Uh, <laughs> they they both give off off major DM energy they though. Do. So and it's I have, like I, I had trouble. It's like even <laughs> it's like even DM player. Yeah. It's like when you call your teacher mom, you're just like, Whoa. <laughs> well, because I I kept like going to Zach for DM questions last time, but it was you were the DM, yeah. and now <laughs> just, I, it's like I'm like we're what? just gonna keep mixing it up on you. <laughs> Today's one shot is going to be very interesting and exciting, and we will tell you all about it. But first, we are going to have a letter from the editor, except not really, because Melanie is somewhere else. So we will have a pregunta from a player. Um, and I think, was it your, did you come up with the question, Daniel? Sure. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, we yeah. Can do that. Hit me with it. Hit us um, What is your character's greatest fear, or what is something your character fears most? That is, that is he's going for it. Daniel's going home run, straight blitz. Um, before I answer, shovels right now. who do we want to be the DM NPC? You can pick anybody. Tello. Nom. Sorry. It's, it's, it's always. What about Nom? Yeah. But I feel like we know the answer to that. I don't know the answer. Okay, Nom. What's the answer? <laughs> I, my guess, you want me to guess and see yeah. if we're, well, no, I'm going to, I'll just be honest because I don't want it to influence, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll say it after what I thought it was. Okay. Okay, Nom or Tello? No. Nom, right? Okay. Yeah. Nom, nom, nom. I don't know how we've never made that joke. Hi. That's all I know now. So good. Uh, it. Why would you do that, Daniel? Nom, nom, nom. Nom, nom, nom. Let's start with uh, the troublemaker, uh, Daniel. What, would, what is... Nom, nom, what is nom. Wow, I'm actually kind of interested in this. What is Terrence's greatest Tarrant. fear? Terrence's greatest fear is uh, being unable to save the ones he loves yeah. um, through multiple different instances in his life he is you know there is a legend of one who learned the power to <laughs> yeah star wars reference i'll stop um <laughs> darth plagueis the wise abuelita mcgretta got hmm. yeah abby give us some give us some of that rich greta lore <laughs> I feel. <laughs> I feel. Greta's afraid of danger. <laughs> She's afraid mm, of the dark. Just kidding. <laughs> it's very not really? true. No, absolutely not. I feel like Greta relishes the dark. Oh, absolutely. Born yeah. in it, molded by it. <laughs> this is just uh, because Daniel and I are both here. It's just gonna be nothing but references. 
Oh, that's a that's cool, a cool dice. dice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same time. What's How up? What's many times have we done that today? I feel like Greta doesn't really. She doesn't like acknowledge her real fears. I feel like she is so, so violently and fast running away. Mm-hmm. I'm, this is interesting okay. character insight. It is. It's also not the answer to the Well, question. I know, but it's interesting. It's very interesting. Okay, okay. Is it not interesting? I'm listening. No, it's very interesting. It is. Thank you. Thank you, Jackie. So what's Thank the you, answer Jack? to the question? Well, I said that because I was still thinking. Okay. <laughs> you know how everybody's afraid of like, like hurting their loved ones or like mm-hmm. not being able to protect their loved ones or like, you know, they're afraid of like <laughs> just those, those dumb ones. You know? No, no, no. You, those, no, are, know, those are like good fears that are like really like real. Isn't and... that what Terrence? No, I, I know. It's a joke I made. I know. That's why I was, that's why I was <laughs> the using good jokes it. are the ones you need to explain. I was using it as a reference, but like, you know how people or it's like yes. afraid of rejection or like, I feel like Greta is like afraid of like something very tangible. She's a, she saw something one time in her past and she's afraid of that specifically. And she's afraid of like dark, scary things, but not like, not like like specific traumatic events. Yeah. Or things like, like bad guys. Do those fears like show up in your magic because I feel you said like big scary like <laughs> scary weird things yeah, I'm just, scared of, I'm just of herself. I'm just like picturing like you doing entanglement and oh, it's like yeah, black and eerie and haggy and yeah. it's like Greta's scared of that pretty much I guess my answer is like Greta is like like afraid of like monsters you know huh. like that's like really relatable Don't yeah it, like <laughs> You know, the like party hasn't run into that many monsters yet. Like yeah. just like one or two. I feel like she's afraid of like calves <laughs> every time. Big, am I right? Big, bad, like <laughs> scary things. Like she, that dream would have scared her, but, um, Ro like, wasn't frightened at all. Oh yeah. I'm just kidding. Ro's so brave. <laughs> I feel like she's more afraid of like tangible monsters okay. than like, she's those, well acquainted with the reality of death and it freaks her yeah, out. Yeah. Those more, Makes rather sense. than those more like, which are valid fears. Um, yeah, I'm. I, if if the One things in Five E were real, I would have a very healthy respect for them. Yeah, me too. Jackie, what is it for Ro? I think it would be death, in the That's sense of, in the sense of <laughs> dying before she does everything she wants to oh, do. Dang, good answer. So, like, in the sense of, like, almost like of failure so like less she's of afraid of fail oh, failing good. To do what she wants to do before she dies and i think that terrifies her because she's in a field that obviously death is all around her all the time especially lately especially with roe and especially lately <laughs> um but i think she's terrified of of failing to become what she wants to be before she dies that was such a good answer that is that i like that's good but also death yeah <laughs> failing to be failure, failing to death. do what she wants to do before she dies yeah, afraid, afraid of her life being cut short Ooh. yeah dang it's a good answer um <laughs> nom i have to be careful with this well I, you know what actually Greta. i think i, I think I, <laughs> Gre- yeah honestly yeah probably just craig um but uh it's i think annoyance. i can i think i can say it pretty out like straight because she's kind of just said it directly um, and I think you guys can put it together like well enough mm-hmm. from her character. I think her greatest fear is um, being reviled, like mm. being hated and being rejected that's so because sad. that's all she's ever been. And uh, I mean, you know, you can't yeah. world can't hurt you if you're invulnerable. If you don't feel yeah. so. True. I think that's like her primary motivator. So why won't she let Ro love her? No, I'm just kidding. I just explained. <laughs> <it>. I know. <laughs> 
All right. Yep. Well, without further ado, uh, welcome to today's <laughs> exciting holiday one shot. Damn, yeah, but... <laughs> welcome back to this wonderful oh, holiday one shot. Tapping that button <laughs> <laughs> from Daniel. From Daniel. The energy is way Gets different. married and he's a whole new man. Guys, this is a serious one shot. Oh. This, is, <laughs> this is a um, serious movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first of all, so listener, some things are going to be different today. Yeah, they um, are. This is this is the one <laughs> shot I'm very excited about. I have been uh, I have been waiting to run this one shot for a very long time. And I'm very excited for the trio I've got to do it. I think this is going to be a really interesting combo. And what's going to happen is um, this one shot is just going to... I'm not going to lie. It's going to get pretty heavy. So just buckle in for that at some little point. little disclaimer there. And uh, it's going to be historical, going to be set in the past. And um, players are all coming in not knowing each other. Um, they, I gave them a range of levels. So they'll be anywhere from five to eight. And um, the whole one shot is just going to be experiencing an, a historical event happening. And uh, I'm very excited to get into this. So today's episode, today's one shot is called for the note takers, the North Storm. The North Storm or North Storm? The North Storm. And the date is 3198 PB. So we way back there. I think this is actually the furthest back we've gone in a one shot yet. How many years? 3198. That's... Well, but like the difference to the modern, that's... um, that's what, what year is it right now in Accidental Adventures? Just for 3488. the 3488. 3488, and we're in 3198. Yeah, so that's like that's like 290 years. That's almost 300 years oh. difference. That's a lot. Is there anyone in our campaign that we know that's that old? So this I is 3198 so. PB, CB call 11. Ew. This is a very different month. This is the last month of the year, the winter <gasps> month. It's Rose's birthday month. Oh CB call 11? <laughs> I didn't know orphans had birthdays. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, sorry. so obviously inspiration. Just go ahead and check that on your sheet. Also, I think, I think you can just go ahead and apply some fire damage to your character, Jackie, because boom, roasted. Am I right? And I will go ahead and read us our intro. Lore and setting. Sibi Call is a month of mixed emotions for many in the kingdom of Zedge, and all the more so in her great trading city of Yesbin. Last of the winter months, Sibi Call sweeps bitter winds across the vast ute fields of the west, and the dense snowstorms of the north will occasionally push so far south as to reach out to Yesbin itself. Yet still, countless among Yesbin's diverse peoples bear the embittering days with the promise of seasonal trades reaching an eventual halt. Worn workers, overwhelmed business owners, and artisans the like slow their toil, returning to precious time with family and friends as the year reaches a close and preparations for the many festivities of the Days of Last Light draw near. Saloon's Great Southwestern Temple opens its grand doors in glad charity and month-long hospitality for weary travelers. Adornments begin to be strung over the streets, and lovely lanterns hung from door hinges. Artwork of renewal and celestial be- beauty begin to fill public spaces, businesses push hard to place final orders for the year, and the smell of numerous cultures' holiday foods begin to fill crowded streets. It is in these days, not yet at peace, but not at all far, that the teeming throng of Yesbin's inhabitants, from general citizens to transient sojourners of innumerable ventures, find themselves bracing against an unexpectedly bitter winter setting upon them this year. Snow has fallen mildly for weeks, and many in the city of ships work to now finish their purposes expediently to either enjoy an early holiday in untenable atmosphere, or to conclude their work in the city and move on before more inclement weather would impede their escape to their own homes. 
So basically, it's holiday time. Um, you all would know that the holiday approaching is the days of last light, which is the end of year celebration held in most of like kind of culturally run governmental Yalabin. Almost everyone around the world has this holiday. And it's, um, it's just like sort of a time of gathering and family. It was very Christmassy. So we open in Yuzbun. Let me get some gosh darn music going here. It's battle music. It's. I did accidentally open <laughs> on the battle tab, but that's not where we need to be. We're gonna fight the snowflakes. <laughs> did you just start seeing Led Zeppelin? Yeah. <laughs> so um, here's what we're gonna do. We are just gonna have you guys jump in when you want to, because all three of you guys are arriving separately into the story. So what's happening is it is morning on this day, CB call eleven. In morning. And sorry. Nothing. Okay. It is morning on CB Call 11, and you guys are just in town, and you all are, are headed to the central portion of the city at some point um, for the purpose of witnessing, um, like, sort of like an early release of. There's these lanterns that they let float mm. in the sky every year, and um, they. That's not until the actual holiday, which is the last days of the year, but um, they're going to let some go early this year. It's like, kind of like a little celebration and they've been um, publicizing that to the public so a lot of people are kind of like in the midst of their busy day making time to go see that in the center of the square mayor's been promoting it um so in whoever in whatever order you guys want to be introduced um you can let me know what you would likely be doing in the city what your activities would be and i'll set you up with the um the setting and all of that to know kind of what's going on also do you guys want me to throw any general lore for you at you first or are you sort of like Wow, Abby, your head moves okay, fast. Okay, okay, no. <laughs> um, or do you want that to come as it goes? What do you want? I was just going to ask, I guess, like, more, like, map-wise, where is... Um, yes. Yeah, that probably is a little necessary. First care? of all... Ooh, I was just going to... Go ahead. <laughs> First of map. all, the city is pretty large, um, but not gigantic. It's about 213,000 citizens, so pretty, pretty sizable and growing at a pretty good pace. So it's expanding quite a bit. And the way the city is organized is the Bruggen is the river that Yezben is on uh, in the uh, west. And so that runs straight down through the middle of the city and the whole city is organized around it in a series of concentric rings. Um, and uh, the, the river is really large. And a lot of the city's design is based on um, they're like these ringed walls and the walls have these massive arches with um, uh, hydromechanical gates that work off of water pressure in a series of level levees that can either by like the changing of, and you have to have some counterweights to get the chain moving and flip the, um, the balances and the like direction of, of, uh, these massive stone plates underwater. But depending on which way they move and push the water current by them, it either opens or closes the gate just by the force of the moving water. And so that is how, um, ships are like permitted in and out of the gates. They're usually open, but they can be closed. And, um, the whole city is just kind of designed around like the trade in and out of these, um, ships that are always going from North to South down the Bruggen. Do you have your map of Yasmin? I do have my map. Oh, I have a map of Zedge. Not of Yasmin? No, I'm sorry. I really wanted to I don't, see I don't tend to do specific cities. I thought you had one of Yasmin though. Uh, at one point. Maybe. Yeah. One time. But if I did, it would be for 300 years I in the future. I have mine, if you want to look at it. I was there. Wants a map. I, was I there assume Abby does. Birth. Yeah, I have mine right here. <laughs> never mind that. So, you guys can just ask pertinent questions as you want, and we can figure out where you guys are Where we building buildings. So, if you would like to introduce your character first, Daniel, um, at the very edge of the city, it is currently expanding quite a bit. Um, the mayor has kind of like projected that in the next two years, you guys expect another 
60 to 100,000 citizens. So it's wow. like booming. And Zedge right now, Zedge is a very um, wealthy trading kingdom and it's very much on the grow and there's a very high immigration of people. And Yezbin is the fastest growing city of all the cities in Zedge. So it's expected to boom. So um, anyone in manual labor or construction expanding, um, the beautiful structures of the city is doing quite a bit of that. And construction is actually a really interesting thing in Yezbin because almost all of its buildings, the city is very focused on because everyone's trying to stay kind of relatively close to the river. They're not trying to sprawl out too far. Buildings go up a lot more than they do tend to do other places. Mm. And there's a great supply of stone available being mined from the ghost waste, the canyons to the uh, northwest or northeast, excuse me. Um, so there's just stone buildings everywhere. And almost every building in Yesbin is at least two stories high, which is very uncommon. And they can get up to four. And so to accommodate all that different traffic and structure, the way the city is set up, there are some really brilliant architects who are in, in charge of its organization. And there are paved streets all along uh, the, uh, the, the streets <laughs> that um, <laughs> people have carts and horses and all that. But they say that um, Yesbin is the city of two heights um, because there are streets on the ground and there are streets above because all throughout the neighborhoods, most buildings outside of the main central ring um, are connected by arch walkways that run over the streets and from building to building. So it's like almost every building, except for those specifically intended to stand alone, are connected That's by these arch so walkways. Cool. So uh, construction workers are usually on the edge of the city, but sometimes in the interior, either building new buildings or um, constantly helping to build buildings up and out and all that. So where's your character and what's he doing in this early morning? Gerard woke up very early this morning, as he always does. Uh, he's helping out building buildings up as he's tall himself. He's six foot eight and oh, that is tall. rather muscular. Uh, he. What does Gerard look like? Gerard is a gif, so he's a hippo yeah. folk. Um, so not only is he tall, he is quite. He's thick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rotund. Uh, but he's actually. All of that looking like fat is actually quite big muscles. Yeah. Um, he's got that lineman body. Yes. Uh, he's wearing shabby clothes as he doesn't really care much for the clothing he wears. He's the, It gets him by and he's got some extra layers on right now, but only one. Not as much as other people need because obviously I've got muscles and <laughs> I can withstand the cold. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but he also knows that some people don't like the higher higher heights so he goes as his own volition to help okay. those who need it and pass things up and bring things down okay so he's just kind of in the middle of a work day so gerard um will say that you are um you're actually so it's things are getting really interesting because um the mayor is he's not only interested in, in expanding the town outward but he's interested in you know kind of in like a political focus way he's trying to get some key structures built um, so that uh, he not only attracts more citizens, but wealthy citizens. So that like passersby will be like, oh, I could set up my business there. So currently there is a very auspicious project going on. Um, only 400 feet from the Bruggen itself, um, there is a previously wide two-story building um, that has been bought out by a larger corporation. And they are currently trying to put two more floors on it. So um, there's not only a lot of upward construction that needs to happen, but a lot of lower reinforcement. Um, a lot of like pillars and additional columns and bracing is having to be involved. And so it's this like really kind of frustrating mixture on the job site of um, people who are doing very focused planning, people who are doing marketing, and people who are actually doing the work. Um, you wouldn't know anything about um, structured bureaucratic... <laughs> 
<laughs> I uh, hit things ownership. with my maul that looks like a, a very big... Uh, uh, what kind of hammer they use? Um, sledgehammer? Yeah. Yes. It's like a sledgehammer, but it's... It's That's actually, sick, actually the the stone that makes up its head is very polished, so oh, he can see heck it clean. Yeah. Every after at the end of every night, he cleans it to make that sure is, it's. That is but really the cool. the whole um, it's also built for me, so yeah. I, my hands are huge. Yeah. So it's not like the normal sledgehammer one. It's like oh yeah, like like most people would have trouble even picking it up. Yeah. And um, you're actually so strong that you have two jobs on the job site right now. It is, um, they're trying to rush it so hard. They are just bringing in not fully broken, like stone slabs from the quarry, and they're having you demolish on site. Mm. And then they are having you take those really large um, stones to like on site masons who shouldn't even have to be doing it there. And you guys are just getting massive rock um, spread out to foundation reinforcement. So right now, mm. um, you're in this, uh, you're in this massive, it's like 60 by 100. Um, base room that has been completely cleared out. It was filled with other things. The business bought it. All that inventory has been cleared. And right now, there's just the <laughs> breaking rock, and there's grunting and heaving, and swearing, and people. Are, yeah, it's just a bunch of guys being like, oh, I don't know what to do with my emotions, and you know, <laughs> constructing all around. And um, you're surrounded by um, all sorts of workers, um, your your friends and your pals, uh, maybe your enemies. I don't know. All around you doing work. <laughs> um, so, what are you doing right now in this space? Uh, I'm probably needing some type of um, song or something to get the oh, spirits yeah. of those going on as I, I can see the weary eyes of all my colleagues as we're rushing to complete this job, but I want to give high, high hopes to those around us. <laughs> so. um, there's a dwarf next to you just trying to hum along going, and full of rocks helps the building go up. The building go up. The building <laughs> just, go up. And you're just robustly singing as everyone <laughs> else so is just good. like... And a couple of your like less than enthusiastic co-workers are just giving you eyes, but everyone's getting the job done. Who is the, the main mason guy here well, that I take my um, stuff to? Yes, so there there is a um, uh, there's a head architect. Also a dwarf name, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, there you go. And reporting to him is your foreman, um, which is going to be um, uh, Philbo Eldon. He is um, he's a very big elf, um, which is not common. Um, he definitely has like a lot of mixed parentage. And if you looked at him at first, you kind of wouldn't even think elf. He's like very, 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 very half elf. And he's probably even like got a little more human than elf, but his facial features weirdly ended up pulling a lot of the elven. So he's got this very fair face, but then like big shoulders and he's tall and he's thick and um, he's a bit older now. Um, and because he's half elf, he's a bit older now. And uh, he's got a little curmudgeony in his age, but um, he's, uh, he's a big fan of you and your work ethic. And so you've just finished clearing some of like the uh, quarry stone from the side. And he's leaned up against a wall and he's just gotten done getting another like list of demands from the head architect. And um, uh, he sort of like, uh, he like waves to you and calls you over and like oh. uh, waves you away. <laughs> Every step you take, like the dust, like, because <laughs> there's dust everywhere. Like everybody's, everybody's going to be entitled to toll free consulta like consultation because <laughs> yeah. yeah. there's dust everywhere. Do we have like protective? Oh, absolutely not. On? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, as you walk up, he's just kind of like sitting there scratching this awful tuft of like just in the middle chin beard because that's all his, the half elf can grow. And he just refuses to shave it. He's just sitting there scratching it and he goes, I tell you, Gerard, I can't put up with all this. It's exhausting. 
a new thing every day. But how's um how's the uh it looks like you've got your section almost entirely done. Mm. Yes. Another great day of breaking rocks. It's <laughs> actually very, very therapeutic. You should do it, Philbo. You know is that you got some more tough there, I see. You're looking good. You know, Jared, I don't know how many uh, stories high it goes up top, but uh, you got heart of gold, you know that? If I had ten men like you, I wouldn't need half the crew. I actually wanted to talk to you about that. Okay. Um, you've been doing a real good work lately, and you've been with the company for a long time. Um, I know you like doing your work, and you like working hard. I know it's early in the morning, but I actually want you to take the day off. Um, we've, uh, off. Uh, we've got a celebration going on in the middle of town. and mm. uh, The one um, with the lanterns, yeah? Yeah, they're letting them go today. And... Um, I have told my higher-ups that uh, you're just needed, otherwise that we have to get stone transfers from the quarry and not some nonsense. But um, you've broken your back lately, and quite frankly, as encouraging as you're being to everyone, I think uh, I think they just need to do more work themselves. I think they're yeah. relying on you. So take the day off. You've done good work, mate. Well, well I I appreciate it. Are you sure I can? I Darren, I think we have a. I, I mean it. You don't want me to do the, no. the last of it? No, you've done no. good work. Paid leave too. Oh. As far as I'm concerned, on the hours you've been here, hmm. well, I'm serious, Jordan. Hey, yeah. really? And I, he like he takes a moment. His tiny hand enters your. It just swallows his, and he goes, "I mean it. I could not care less about the city and this job, but you're you're a good man. You are too, Phil. But I I hope to see you, uh, hopefully underwhelmed one day from all the non-work you have to do. <laughs> Five more years, and you'll see me happy at a bar. Yeah, it'll be good. Well, I appreciate it. I hope to see you at the the lanterns. <laughs> yeah. And he just gives you a big smile and then goes, I swear, Stevens, if you drop that one more time, I'm going to drop you. And he like, like gets up where he's leaning on the wall and starts like huffing on by the room. So as Gerard like leaves work, what is his like exiting regimen look like? Uh, I go back over to my dwarven friend. Is that Stevens or no? Uh, I don't remember what his name is. So yes, <laughs> he's the one who just dropped it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Malcolm. He's the middle oh, brother okay. of three. Um, I come back over to Malcolm uh, and I say, uh, well, uh, it seems... I, I got dust in my bed. I can taste it when I eat dinner. Right, it gives it a little more um, protein. I don't need this from you, Gerard. What? What? Oh, I, uh, I, I uh, got Philbo to tell me uh, that um, I don't need to work the rest of the day. So uh, I'm going to go... Uh, Good, good. To the land. I'm glad I'm taking your part. That's great. That's great. Do you want me to leave you my hammer? As I like... Yeah. Yes. And you, you like pick it up and heft it <laughs> and just... <laughs> on the ground and he goes... Get out. I'll, I'll, I'll follow you, Malcolm. Mm, yeah. Your words are... Get out. Law here. <laughs> I kind of yeah. heave it up and I say, Have a good one. And I kind of slap him on the back. He like bit. He like fully like has to like... He gets knocked over on his feet and he has to catch himself. And as you like start walking out... Like... Friendly enough in the, the way of banter you have, he turns around and he goes, You're still wrong about the race. Last Friday, you owe me two copper. Mm. <laughs> Meet me in the lanterns and we'll see if we can get ah. that all figured out. And then there's more <laughs> as construction continues on. Um, so you start marauding streets and we'll come back to you. Sure. Um, who's up next, Lighters? Uh, question for you. About like morning, afternoon, evening. What time is it? It is. It's like, well, we're going to start off with everyone's early morning. So okay. that was his early morning. Okay, cool. But depending on what you're doing and when, you don't have to be up in the early morning. That's well, just was... Gerard's crappy situation. Okay, gotcha. Well, I was going to say um, my character probably 
woke up really like before the sun like it like yeah. twilight <laughs> kind of level um she probably woke up super early and um she is correct me if i'm wrong dm but she's staying in you are wrong well anyway she's staying <laughs> in um like the the church of saloon they've got like parish Ooh. houses yes so um Zedge is famous for its Saloon worship. It is the uh, mecca of Saloon worship in the world. And in fact, it's famous because every single one of its cities has a temple, which is a lot. Um, they're huge. And Yezbin has the second largest. In fact, it is a small cathedral. And um, it's beautiful. And as part of the month of CB Call, in anticipation of Days of Last Light, um, the uh, dedicated um, clergy and clerics there um open the doors of the temple and it has it has like large as part of the tenets of their faith to saloon they keep um very large sections of the cathedral open for uh for just anyone who ever needs aid but they like they stock up on supplies and at this time of the year they just pack the cathedral with anyone who's traveling and it's just free so um there's a lot of people there who are just the worst because they could be in a hotel but they're just getting free housing but there's some people in need too (laughs) um and uh but the clergy are you know of varying degrees of authentic faith are doing their best to um uh to abide in in uh in just helping whoever can come by okay yeah of course (laughs) so i you can just get anything out of the fridge you're welcome to i feel like so uh ophelia her name probably um she probably woke up. Um, do they have like parish houses that, like, if she's a cleric, she would stay there? Like, she's working yeah, you on are, staff. Yeah, you are part of the clergy. Yes, or no? She's Heck like yeah. working oh. on. I don't know. Tell me, tell me how it is, player. So she just got back. Express yourself. She just got back. She's probably like came back to visit and like stay for the festivities, adventuring. Okay, okay. She's she's a travel. She's a practicing yes, cleric. Yes. Heck yeah. She's she got back from adventuring, okay. but she she you're came- um you're like a uh this this is a very real and normal part of the of the church and that like they train clerics to go out in the world. That is very much a tenet of Saloon, mm-hmm. is to go out into the world and to you know uh, expand the faith, care for people, but also just to practically do the work yeah. to find travelers and people in need and help them yes so you're like sort of um on break and you are back at your like mother temple where you were trained yeah and there's like a warm nostalgia in the smell of stinky travelers all Mm -hmm. around and you know so we'll say that um you're actually in some of the private quarters um not nicer just in the back (laughs) um that belong to the clergy and it's it's truly modest um there is a bed a case at the foot of the bed where you yeah. have your belongings, but you know. Yeah. So she probably she probably woke up pretty early and and um, did her prayers, and then she's probably honestly, um, I'd say probably before the sunrise. Maybe she like did some quiet like if you're housekeeping cool with it, Do you want to like rewind and do a little bit of that like kind of waking up? Um, because what's going on? I'm just gonna throw this out. I'm I'm really excited about Is the session because there's incense? a ton of just what she burning a lot of incense. <laughs> <laughs> Is the orphanage attached to the? Um, temple. Yes, we're gonna get there. Yeah. Um, I. Uh, yeah. No. I, I. The DM has not forgot us. Trust me. You're gonna. You're gonna enjoy this. But, um, uh, well, maybe not this one. But we'll get to that later. Um, so um, <clears throat> there is an orphanage here. Uh, so, <laughs> jeez, Daniel. Daniel just did the death sign over here. Uh, but. Um, as you're in the back, um, just with the the great deal of ad-libbing we're going to do in this one shot, um, you're like the 
your teacher, your mentor who like mm-hmm. took you in, in the church for whatever reason you came. Um, he's, uh, he's just a really old, nice dude. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, that. he's this dwarf who's just aged. He's so <laughs> archaically old. His whole beard is this, like, you ever see guys with beards so big, you're like, that can't be real. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah. And it's just all white, pure white. He's <laughs> Like you could see your reflection in his bald head and it's like even his like bald bowl of hair is also receding and it's just got these like little tufts down at the side, but a massive beard and he does his best to tame it. But all he can manage at this age is just one big clasp. So it's like this giant blooming shape that like connects down at the bottom and he's got the same robes that you have on. His are a little cleaner, a little more ceremonial. He hasn't done a whole lot of field work, but it's just, um, it's these dark blue navy robes that like come together in two double breasts that come that sit over a gray basic tabard and then there's this purple trim on the edge because he is the resident archpriest Mm -hmm. here um he is very much tenured there's probably someone more appropriate for the position at this point but he's very he's a sweetie and everybody loves him so nobody makes an issue but um uh when you wake up um you hear a very familiar sound which is just his very gentle like like gentle muttering from the bed nearby and uh he has to like get on one hand at a time to get down on his knees but there's this like worn patch in the stone of the floor where more than a century of kneeling and praying here has worn very slight grooves into the stone from his knees he has a slight pillow under them at this age but he's just there um kneeling downward and he's finishing his prayers as you awake um because he's got that old person superpower of just being up before the reality exists yeah and yeah. um when As he finishes do. he does the seven stars so he touches his finger to his chin then to his jaw then to um his cheekbone his forehead his cheekbone his jaw his nose and he bows and um the the room is very simple but the only really great adornment is that relieved into the wall in front of you is just a beautiful carving mm-hmm. um where someone has done the entire pale lady and she's like, her arms are outstretched. It's like, it's one of the, the church is very simple in its amenities and affectations, but filled with beautiful art. I mean, you know, people who did works of passion for the goddess they're devoted to. And um, she has these lovely white robes and there's no color, but it's just incredible detail. Like, kind of like Renaissance level of, of beauty, almost. And she has this flowing hair at the side and all around her are like, um, uh, sort of symbolic reliefs of countless stars around her and seven large around the head. He just kneels and he smiles, and as he turns, he goes, Ophelia, how are you today? What's his name? Um, what what do I you call want him? his name to be? I don't know. Go for it, Abby. Take Killy. a shot. Or I can just give you one. Killy. Yeah. Killy? Or Keely. Keely. Or okay. Keely. <laughs> um, and, and people just call him Father Keely. Okay. He has like an auspicious, like, archpriest of the Southern Temple title. He just goes by Father Keely. Okay. He just says, how are you today? Good morning, Father Keeley. I'm I'm well. How are you? Did it's you excellent well? to have you back. Oh, it's another day in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Ophelia, would you mind helping me up? Absolutely. I'll yeah. be here for five minutes if I do it myself. <laughs> and I help him up. Yeah. Um. You're how uh, would you physically describe yourself as you like sort of rise out of your bed? Yeah. So probably, <laughs> I'm very tall. Uh, okay. Six two. Six two. What's the race? Uh, lizard folk. <gasps> <laughs> heck yeah, Abby. Heck yeah. Um, okay, 6'2 lizard folk. Yeah. That's so dope. <laughs> yes. Right now, um, she's probably wearing just like a brown sleeping clothes. Yeah. Very simple. You have like some, like they're like a basic tabard that you like take the other robes and put over mm-hmm. the vestments. Yeah. 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 So she's she's just wearing her, her very basic sleeping clothes. Her skin is, is 
green for sure, but it's it's very much like yellowy. It's oh, it's very heck it's yeah. it's almost like more green or more yellow than it is green. It's very yeah. like lime. When you look um, at the whole thing, it's green, and then you look at each individual spot, and you're like, what? Yeah, it's it's green, but in a way that when she wears like the blue saloon mm. robes, the, it looks blue and it yellow. Contrasts. It yeah. looks blue. Heck yeah, it's gorgeous. Um, she's probably got a lot of jewelry on, just like things that she's yeah. she's acquired. Um, she's probably got like a lot of um, gold ju- jewelry. I feel like she's got um, she her ears are pierced. Okay, These yeah. just don't have ears, do they? They do not. But if let's hey, flavor it how you want. Let's say there's two like large frills yes. coming off your jaw yeah, and your yeah, neck, yeah. and that those are pierced and yeah. have like and they equivalent each have, earrings. They each have seven. Not oh, stars, yeah. but star-looking. Abby, looking I swear so you would have cool. earned inspiration a second time. Thanks, That's Justin. awesome. Um, yeah, she's she's tall and very, she's obviously very strong, but very very lean. Yeah. And I think because she's yeah. so tall, she that looks almost strength. kind of scrawny. Yeah, but you can tell that there's like that a wiry lot of strength. That friend yes. you have, where it's like, why are they so strong? Yes, yeah, very yeah. very strong and, and wirely strong. Okay. So she's she probably she helps. It's easy. Father. He's so light to you. Yeah. She gets up and he goes, oh, thank you, child. Yeah. I swear, you get taller every time you come back. <laughs> I think I'm done growing. <laughs> I think what's, so. What's on the list today? How, what am I Well, what am I doing? Um, Sister Margaret already told me that um, a fine, lovely traveler from the north has already thrown up in the main cathedral. Oh. Um, so I'm probably going to go clean that up. Uh, nothing a little prestidigitation can't fix. <laughs> um, but... Uh, you know, we have um, we have the main statue to clean off and spot. Mm-hmm. But after that, I was wondering if you wouldn't just uh, spend the morning with me. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Yeah, and, can I make uh, you some you know, tea? Oh, a, make a child. That'd be lovely. Yeah, I'll see if I can find some. I might have some. I got some some biscuits from from my travels. And hey, I'll hey, see if I have an extra. There. Own it. Add a little bit. Where do you want to be? Anywhere. Well, I, was, I, I blanked on city names, mm. but uh, I, I'll say I got I got some biscuits from. from we call you the Lord from keeper. Home Cove. Oh, um, and you've I managed to keep most of my tea. I, <laughs> I, they could break glass. I might, <laughs> they might muffins. still be good. I might I might have eaten them all, but uh, I might I might I might I'll be able, I'll. It's I'll see what I can find. Yeah. Yeah. If you have prestidigitation, you can heat them up. I'll go get on them um, puke duty, and you can see about breakfast. Okay. And he just gives your arm like a little weak squeeze, and he, you know, heads out of the room, and uh, the morning's free to you. So you go about those rituals you discussed. You put on your vestments, mm. and how do you conduct your morning? Um, you kind of have uh, free reign of the temple. You're like an alumni in a way. Yeah. So when you come back, you very much have duties to attend to. But you've kind of graduated, so to speak, and yeah. um, you're very aware that this is like a like a stay of furlough. Like yeah. they're here taking care of you. Yeah. And um, the place is just filled with people mm-hmm. you're fond of. Maybe some people you're not. It's people, but yeah. you know. I'll probably I'll go find. Is there like a quiet, like yes. a quiet um, area? There are. So the the temple is beautiful. Um, it is arranged in a Y shape. So there is a grand like chapel Ooh. in the center. And the pews um, are not in straight rows. They're in a curved two, three concentric U's so that everyone faces in together. Mm. And in the middle, there's just a great chandelier awesome. um, of like a thin wire silver frame. And from it are hanging um, three like smaller stained glasses of white light that hold candles in the middle. And someone just 
sacred flames them each day because nice. it's clerics and because uh, it'd be really hard to get up there otherwise and they shine <laughs> white light all over the cathedral and the way it's designed beautifully is that there's seven pillars that hold this huge like pyramid oh, gabled sick. roof up that has these ribbed arches that go out to each corner and those pillars at seven heights in each of them at equal heights are hollow like there's like seven smaller pillars in each of those sections and then there's like very clear glass with mirrors in the middle that face toward that chandelier. So every day when it lights up, the light comes off the chandelier, reflects out of the light of the pillars, and it makes it look like all seven of them at seven different heights are light up with white light. And that then in turn, like a disco ball, just kind of shines That's light cool. all over the room. So there's that central area in the middle, <laughs> and then <laughs> a pedestal at the front where someone can give a sermon or a ceremony. Um, and then from there, the building branches off to either side. So on the right side, you have storage and um, clergy housing and just everything like uh fact uh just logistical and, yeah, and yeah, practical like and then on that left <laughs> side um it's just nothing but rooms and a big mess hall mm. and just way methods of hospitality yeah. so that's the space and you have your free okay. reign of it i'll probably is there like a wall is there a window that fe- faces east so i can watch the sunrise yes um uh at the very at the very end like so if you go kind of to the furthest extent of the like cleric's side of of the uh, of the cathedral it's almost so big it's an abbey um if you go to the very end there is just a window a completely clear window that has some like like carving adornments of stars above everything here has something but it's right there and many clerics find themselves in quiet solitude here sometimes so you walk to the end um as you pass by the small section on the cleric side that houses all the children in the orphanage there. Um, the uh, There's already some noise from it and an extremely haggard middle-aged man who just got deep bags under his mm-hmm. eyes. He's balding way too early, graying in the face. He goes, good morning, Avelia. And a small child goes, I can do it higher. And he goes, I bet you can. And he's just unloading like porridge mm-hmm. and bowls off. And he goes, Blessed be. <laughs> He's just <laughs> greeting you as he handles children. Do I know him? Do I know um, his name? Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Duth. Duth. Okay. Yeah, okay. Duth. I say good morning, Duth. How are you doing? Um, blessed to be in the service. Mm. I, I've heard you, Mary. And he like turns around and he goes, no, you can't eat that. It's what's in the bowl, not the bowl itself. And he just turns <laughs> into the room and starts managing a child. Okay. Um, Ophelia probably has like a couple books, maybe like a, like a textbook or a history book and then like a notebook in her hand. Um, she's going to like just lay them down on like a... There's like a little yeah, sealed bench. like a shelf yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, and she's going to go in and say, Dude, is there, do you need any any help? I can, can I help out in any way? He's back and he goes, how serious are you about that? <laughs> I'm, I've got the morning free. Wait, can I say I do this after I've done my chores? Yeah, absolutely. So I've done all my you chores. Clean, help clean yeah, I've done my responsibilities. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm free for the day. I can I can take over. I was going to go to the, the lantern release, but I can take over for a little bit. Oh, that's very tempting. Or if you You've just traveled need a so far. I don't want you to miss it. No, yeah, I was gonna go. I can... I'll tell you what. Can you give me just thirty minutes? Absolutely. I yeah. I had some of the biscuits from down off of the Central Street by the bazaar. They did not agree. I've been holding diarrhea in all morning. If you could just handle these children for a bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Take all the time you need. He just squeezes your arm and he goes, "You are as holy <laughs> and pious as you are tall and green." And he. Uh, <laughs> Just gives you like a weird smile. He's like warm and friendly, but just a little weird. He says strange things and he just kind of like shakes your arm and he uh, puts a hand on, on a buttock firmly and like does that waddle walk all the way down the hallway. And uh, 
uh, he's just humming. He's going down the hallway singing, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, go, go. But you, uh, you walk in the room and Ophelia before you, 35 children, uh, three, two, 12. And it's chaos. Um, I won't subject the listener to the sound, but it is the beautiful sound of many children all competing to be heard. Yeah. Hey, you Yeah, yes. Yes, that that is happening everywhere, and you are in the room, and wow, a child has gotten a whole ladle halfway up his nostril. (laughs) He's going, look at what I can do. I can't get it out. And then like 35 voices return. (laughs) You just get this like really sweet rushed hug, and then, oh, somebody smells unclean. Um, What are you doing, Ophelia? I'm taking care of these lovely munchkins. No, 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 no. We're going to role play this. Oh, so I'm, <laughs> being, I'm being swarmed by yeah. children. I'm going to say, hey, guys, what's going on? How are you doing? How are and you, you know all? what, Jackie and Daniel, I like this vibe. Like, let's just let's just go for I it. I poop my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Did you? Uh-huh. That's crazy. How yeah. old are you? <laughs> he looks tiny like three. Oh. Uh, okay. Three. And you said there's 12 year olds in here? Yes. Okay. I'm going to look to a. Uh... Uh, you There's one you remember from years ago. He was, oh, okay. he was a kiddo when you were here. Um, he's got a uh, dark black complexion. He's an elf. Uh, okay. He's like got like this like wicked fro. And um, and he's like just a little too cool for this place, he's suddenly realized. Oh, but he's gotcha. very used to doing a caretaking role. And he just looks at you with like kind of like very weary eyes for a 12 year old. And he goes, Please, no, if you're there. Do you want to see it? <laughs> I feel like this is an adult job, right? Like this is you. I feel like this needs to be you, right? Oh, um, Assassin, yeah, I can come that way. And he just looks at you and he goes, no. <laughs> he just walks off. <laughs> so, so do you want to see it? <laughs> I'm Miss Ophelia. Yes. This right here. <laughs> There's 30 other voices you know, also you tugging have, and chatting. You don't have to show me right now, but I'll help you out in a minute. Do you know how to do you know how to fix that issue? Have you fixed that issue? The adult before? says to a three-year-old. <laughs> I usually let Mr. Deuce do it. Okay. Okay. Well, I can do it. Um, Miss Ophelia. Good. Yes. Um, I thought that Deuce did like a a pretty pretty tation last time. Pretty tation last time. Yeah, pretty tation. Dozzy is pronounced. Patipitation. Patipitation. Presentation. Presentation. You just, you presentate him. You can't be a cleric if you can't say the words. I don't want to be a cleric. (laughs) There's like a flurry of of silvery light. Um, And this continues um, for about 30 minutes. Oh, man. uh, You know what? Why don't you just go ahead and make a constitution saving throw for me? Is, to not take a point of exhaustion. Is there any... You're joking. No, let's go for it. Is there any orphans there named, like, Neville or Evil anything? Evil Or Harry Potter? What are you going <laughs> Neville. For? Is um, there one? Odds or evens, Jackie? Evens. 17. No, Dang no it. Nevilles. There's a Neville, but no Nevilles. <laughs> it's also a Neville. What was I doing? Oh, uh, Constitution saving throw. It's oh, not a high DC. Jeepers. That's not a high roll. Oh, no. It's a six. Total. Well, it's DC five. I love those so, dice. Ooh. Good job. Um, you really feel... <laughs> Thank the, you, like, Miss Ophelia. <laughs> anytime. Anytime, man. 
when I twitches. <laughs> I'm gonna give him a biscuit, but a really old biscuit. This tastes For like me? poo. No, it doesn't. It's no, no, she already cleaned that. <laughs> you washed your hands, right? Yeah, I did. I'm always supposed to wash my hands. Yeah, after did you I do wash that. your hands? No. No, go wash your hands. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's a tap Thank on you. your shoulder, and dude comes back and he goes, "You're an angel." <laughs> Anytime, anytime. Get out of here. Go have a good day. You too. Bye. She gives you like a little side hug and goes in and he goes, all right, puppet show. <laughs> puppet show. Puppet. <laughs> and uh, you can pass on. You do anything else with your morning? You don't have to. <laughs> no, sorry. I was drinking tea and a leaf <laughs> fell into my mouth. <laughs> Which is a thing Abby does in real life too. No, what? no, no. That was, was it purple? That was, I did that in real life. Too many poops. Anything else with your... <laughs> <laughs> Anything else with your morning, Ophelia? No, I probably hang out. I probably help out. Um, I do some reading. I chill. I have tea. Okay. Yeah. Could you roll a good time check? Make a religion <laughs> check for me. Yeah. Let the good times roll. What, actually, I'll tell you what. What um, directly religious spells do you have? Do you have anything in the divination category? Any augury? Any I commune? Do. What? What? Are, what do you have? Um. I have. Augury, I have. I'm not exactly sure what is divin. Do you want to see my sheet? Yes, I would love to. It's so cool that you just like copied it to a sheet of paper. I That's copied Greta's. Sick looking off. Um, okay, uh, Augury would the be the top two on each one are domain spells. Gotcha. One person on detections. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm gonna hand this back to you. So, Augury will qualify. So, could you make a religion check for me? Fun little dynamic we've got going there. Slay. <laughs> Slaw. Religion. Mm-hmm. The whole time, last time when Abby kept on saying slay, I thought she was talking about like say bells. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, that's really <laughs> fitting. And then I figured it out halfway through. A beautiful Copyright infringement. Actually, I think it's an old enough song that it doesn't. Really? Heck yeah. Got it. Oh, we could have done the Christmas yeah. songs. Huh? What'd you get for religion? I'm thinking. Doing big muffs. Math. Yeah. Big muffs. That's way too old of a reference, isn't it? I think that's a 21. Oh, 21. It's <laughs> pretty good there, dog. Slam. Um, but it doesn't be a 21 you, and a half. <laughs> you oh God, walk by. The whole cathedral <laughs> is cold. But everybody's well dressed and bundled because it's a stone building it and it's, it's real winter? cold outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. real cold outside. But as you walk by the immense statue of the pale lady at the back of the um, main chapel in the morning, you get a sudden cooler chill, and mm. you just get this weird prickle in the back of your hand, in the back of your head, um, prompting you to like go to the front, and you just get this weird intuition that's like you need to do some augury on something and you're not sure what you just get this weird like tingling fuzzy feeling in the back of your head and you're like i need to yeah i need to do augury i i think i hesitate for a moment because i okay. i probably recognize this feeling or i i don't recognize it i feel the feeling and yeah. i notice this and then i it takes me a minute because i'm like because i've been feeling kind of weird the whole time it's yeah. like returning back and it's it's like a, the holiday times, everything just feels kind of different. And it's like, is this nostalgia or is this? And then I, I like sit in it for a little bit and I'm like, no. And, and I kind of recognize it for what it is. And then I go do that thing. Okay. So 
Um, you approach the front and you kind of take like a half kneeling position. You get some interesting looks from the crowded building because people you know, are interested in a cleric doing something clerical. But you um, get out your implements and could you uh, open your player's handbook and describe your casting of Augury to me? How do you cast that spell, cleric? And this is fun because Abby's been a cleric for a year in a campaign and she's going to do something <laughs> cleric for the first time ever. Wow. 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 <clears throat> Copyright. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, this <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, you've been served. <laughs> that was a joke for our 30s and up. <laughs> How pretentious would you have to be, though? <laughs> Copyright I, your own wow. I'm sure he doesn't. I, I hope he laughs at the, like, the lightsaber wow videos. Who is that? Owen Wilson. JLo's butt is insured. What? What? Anyway. <laughs> um, so, I mean, why can't a phrase be insured? So. <laughs> I'm writing it. All right, all right, okay, okay, all right. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem, it's me. So, I feel like Ophelia has... Probably, she she pulls out a deck of really worn cards. Um, well used. They're yeah. like fraying at the edges. They've gotten soft. Yeah, I feel like she, she won these in like maybe a game of, of dice, maybe. Oh, maybe like um, Beggar's Hope somewhere. Maybe, maybe. Oh. She, I feel like she won these a long time ago, and she uses them for to play. She uses them to like get to know people and be social, but they're also like when it comes to divination, they're one of her, her favorite tools. So I feel like yeah. she... She lays those out and, and if you're cool with me, like just kind of dipping in yeah. there, um, there, it's not like a, like a tarot deck where every card is individual. Um, they are f- like face cards and characters, but, um, they have consistent symbologies and it's not like, as we would know for like numbers, it's part of a larger card game that have like character sets. And so you have learned to attribute certain ones to certain outcomes and portents. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you lay them out. Is there like a DM? Is there like a... Like, is there like a culture that these could have come from? Yes, um, they are. They are Zedian. Okay. It is a like a, a resident game. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, cast away. Hit me with your best shot and divinate. Hope you enjoy the. Those are the musical stylings of a guy who can't sing. For Ophelia, I mean, you know, in flavor interpretation is yours, but this would be less sort of like a a test or um performance and more like a a matter of genuine belief you know something yeah. something close to the heart a, a, a pressing if comfortable well well known act yeah what do you ask in the in the way that um augury works you will ask for a coming event and it will tell you either wheel woe or a little bit of both hmm so what do you inquire? Of what event to come? I'm going to ask... I'm going to ask about the the Festival of Lanterns. If yeah, it'll so bring just, good. I want you to play that role, girl. I say it? Yeah. Okay. So like how do, as you, you mm. kneel down before this immense statue of the Pale Lady, fair and gentle, and there's like silver light straining in from the stained glass above, and as it dresses your face, you kind of like let your eyes close in the cool morning. What do you say? I'm going to say the, the, is it the Festival of Lanterns? Festival of Lanterns. Will, hmm. will it bring joy today, this afternoon? Okay. 
you close your eyes and you <coughs> shuffle the cards and you set one down on the stone. And as you lift your hand off of it, it is um, in the game it's from. It is a symbol characterized. Um, it's a it's a very good card in the game. Um, it's a palm with a downward facing dagger. When you play it, you are allowed to um, kind of steal a card from a different player's hand. But in augury, it's a very ill portent. It is heavily whoa and like mm. just shh, like bad news bears mm. you're just kind of stuck in an unexpected moment of indistinct ill portent mm. what does it feel you do I, I think she's gonna ponder for a minute she's gonna wonder She's going to wonder if she should go, because I guess she she feels that that kind of woe badness, and she's like, well, is that like I'm going to get food poisoning, or is that like something awful is going to happen? Can she ask another question? Do you have another spell to cast? I have Augury again. Yeah, you can cast it again. Mark off another spell slot. Yeah, okay. Okay, you pick the cards back up, and you... Pull it off the cold stone. It's mm-hmm. cold to your fingertips. And you get extra cold because you're a lizard folk. Not well thermally insulated in an yes. ectothermic sense. Yes. Um, but don't you, but you like the cold? No. No, they oh. get sleepy. Um, not in the winter. I mean, we're not going to get too biological about it. But, you know, you, you pick up the cards and it's cold to your finger. But you have another question and you, you investigate and you reach outward and you focus that arcana you've been, that divine magic you've been taught to channel. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I, I ask, should I, should I be there? Is it, is it good for me to be there? And I'm just gonna like close my eyes and take a deep breath and like shuffle the cards okay. until one falls out. Okay. You just shuffle and shuffle and shuffle and you're there for like a minute and you get in this like meditated rhythm and then eventually one falls. And as you move your hand aside and you look down from the deck, it's laid down on its face. Um, so you have to like reach down and flip it over. And when you do, it is, um, a symbol of like a white dove with a net being thrown over it. And in the game, this card, um, it's, it's kind of like a mixed card because it's a forfeiture card. Um, you can play it to pass your turn. It like in, it, um, symbolizes, um, the giving up of something precious and it being captured, but... Um, if someone were to like say play the steel card in this game that I'm making up right now um, it can like basically be played to sort of abstain that unwanted like uh, move in the game so you take it rather clearly in in the terms of augury to mean um, a mix of both wheel and woe hmm okay okay she'll probably stay there for for a little bit maybe like do some prayer and do some some meditation and and um, after a while, I imagine maybe she hears someone like a complaint or something. Yeah. So dusty. Yeah. She like she <laughs> she hears some kind of a complaint or someone's hungry and, and she get up, gets oh, up. Oh, I'm and, hungry. <laughs> she gets Ms. up Ophelia, and starts helping. Ophelia, where are you? <laughs> and Coming down the hallway. Ophelia's day continues. <laughs> Jackie, owes your character and what you doing? Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Um. <laughs> Uh, I thought that was a ninth level feature. <laughs> uh, 
Is there oh, like, she is a bar. Yo, man, chill. <laughs> Hit is, me with a jacket with your Is dome. there like a... Is there like a, a tavern or someplace oh, that yeah. she... There's a bunch. I know there was, but like, there that she would have... Like that she could have stayed at. Yes. Okay. Jackie. Olds or evens? Olds. Lucky seven. Um, which... I don't know. Feels very Jackie in some sort of way. Yeah. Um, not only have you stayed at a tavern, you have stayed at quite the tavern. Oh. Um, on the far southwest side of town, there is a joint. It is not of the greatest repute, but it's cheap. Nice. It is called the Soul. And <laughs> one, it's uh, like the name sounds very like you know, like oh cool artistic. Um, the sign has a boot, and it's the bottom of the boot. It's the sole of a boot, and oh. the indication is uh, it's, it's from the bottom of your foot. So is it and, spelled S O L E? Yep, yep. And uh, you've been here many times. As you are you resident Tiesbin, or are you passing through? Um, I, I. Uh, I've been I've been here a while. Okay. okay. Yeah. This is a pretty easy place to crash when you're trying to save some money. Yeah. And um, it's a rough atmosphere. Um, it's uh, plenty of of less than reputable characters, um, and uh, there are there are like even kind of some like very small local gangs that you know kind of get some business done here. Love this. The place has I'm gonna call it eleven, eleven uh, lanterns total, and it is just dressed in shadow um the building when it was constructed 85 years ago um had a ton of really large well-dressed like um like uh crisscross latticed um windows that were really pretty they've been shuttered for 12 years so outside light only enters this building when the doors open otherwise it's the 11 lanterns and that's how the denizens of this joint like it and why don't i just go ahead and switch up our music here in a second Because I don't think that peaceful stuff going to fly. Daniel, hold music. Bing, bing. Okay. That's not the same song. I know, but I like that song. The soul is... So it's interesting because it's packed and there's not a lot of noise. Um, because everyone's just having quiet conversations mm. hushed all around the room, except for the occasional outburst from someone. There's fights. Um, very cheap, 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 cheap. Bad, bad, bad. Meat is being sold, and um, the I mean, front of the building, back of the building, whole floor is sticky, and um, it smells <laughs> exciting and curious. And um, <laughs> curious. There is a um, a halfling lady at the bar. Who is completely bald? Um, she has a big eye patch, and no one has ever had the guts to ask whether or not it is an affectation or if their eye is missing. And um, she also has, I kid you not, a hook for a left hand. And she insists that everyone call her Bloody Mary. That is the only thing she refers to. Oh, she I responds love her. to. And um, she's spitting and barking back um, responses ah. to uh, unruly customers and hucking tankards that are busted and cracked and have ale seeping out of the side so people have to like chug their drinks quickly which then they get drunk and make more sales and really she's just a sharp entrepreneur you are in this place um you have learned that the best thing to do here is to pay for a night stay and not go to the rooms why would you go to the rooms those don't get cleaned and you just sleep in a booth um so you wake up this morning in a booth um because the rooms are worse and um so you just wake up to the sound of like 
from someone who is not paid to do violin here, but does anyway. <laughs> and um, on the other side of the room, the actual musicians are boom, 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 and it is literally just a lute and a drummer, and they know one song, and they do it always. Um, and that is happening, and um, you are aware that breakfast can technically be purchased here, but whether or not it's considered bird, like breakfast, that's anyone's judgment. What you doing? <laughs> Um, okay, so I wake up in the booth. And it is oh, late I need, morning, I guess saying. I need to describe her, huh? Yes. Um, <laughs> okay, so... Um, where's my sheet? Okay. Um, Muggsy is her name. And um, <laughs> she, is, she is best to be described um, as basically like... If you're looking at her and you're looking at her hair and her skin and everything, it's it's not a question of what color is her hair, what color are her eyes. It's more of a question of, like, why is there a lack there of color? So she's like... Oh, she's It's Parashar. <laughs> that was awesome. I did It was sick, dog. She is... Sorry, I just authentically said that. Extremely pale. Okay, yeah. Like, not like, 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 like hauntingly. Yes, hauntingly. Yeah. Like, if you stare at her long enough, she might even seem a little translucent. <sighs> okay. Um, she has black hair um, that's pretty long, but she keeps it in, like, really loose, like, like two braids. Um, she has black eyes. Ooh. Um, so, like, can't even quite make out pupils? Exactly. Okay. Um, she's, is there, is there, like, kind of... A race that one might presume you are without too much studying? She seems like she's kind of a halfling. But then there's got this other stuff. But going she's on. not. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you get close enough to her, um, there are if from afar it almost looks like freckles on her face and arms and like the parts of her skin that are showing. Um, but if you get closer, it's more of like like almost like a fungus growing on her oh, or like shit. okay Jackie um, you're getting good at this <laughs> this is the coolest um, character like almost as if in, like, hot. like this is varsity character there's like y'all. growths on her in a way that doesn't look like human growths but like like tiny like, little like sporadic yes, fungus and spores and like one um, could mistake like a tuft of cotton but it's just like little tiny traces yes. of like yeah heck but yeah. it's all the lack of color like yeah. it's you think it might be green or something but you get closer and it's just shades of gray and black and white That's um sick, dude. she looks like she was probably like 17 human wise like a like a young girl um probably like 20 30 halfling age um and uh I'm trying to think if there's... No, am I, mean, I, I think missing you've anything? crushed it. Okay, am I missing? What, yeah. what do your clothes kind of look like? Um, her clothes are kind of ragged. They're just kind of like... Um, she Function. has like... Yeah, she has like... Uh, like a black... Um, like black robes on. And yeah. like uh, the sleeves on it are kind of like really big, like gypsy sleeves. Yeah, kind of, you know? yeah. Frayed um, at the edges. Yeah. And um, she's got like tall black boots on. And it's That's just very ragged. like ragged and... Okay. Um, not super put together. But what are you again, doing no in color. the soul this morning as you wake up? <laughs> I guess she's gonna go up to the bar and get some okay. quote unquote 
breakfast. Okay. So as you approach, <laughs> you um, pull up a stool and you pull it, and then it just goes, and one of the like pegs holding it up just snaps inward, and the and the, the it just falls over to the ground, and you just hear this, and um, there's like a from behind the counter, and this little step stool is pushed up to the edge, and then this head like kind of emerges like a crocodile rising up from the water and this polished dome this big heavy eye patch and this just like kind of greasy snarl and Bloody Mary raises up and she goes you're gonna have to pay for that you broke it wait what did this wait what stool, happened the stool, oh, okay. the stool and it collapsed <laughs> I was like, wait what happened um you break it you buy it uh, uh, don't give me guff I'm not giving you go from this Bloody Mary. I, it, I, of course, I'll pay for it. How much? Good. Now. Uh, how much? She, like, the one eye looks to the side. I'll and give she's you clearly two copper. Yes, you know Dale. it's worth less. Yes. I guess she gives you two copper. You, like, them out two copper. The hook just, like, raises up onto the counter and pulls it backward. And then she has to get her other hand, because there's no reason she used the hook other than to show off the hook. And uh, she pulls it off the counter and shoves it in some bag below. What do you want? Um... I guess some of that lovely breakfast you got there. Got it. One gourmet coming up. By the way... Steve! Get a slice in the hat, whatever, for the lady. Hey, Give me four copper. Um, yeah. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Has anyone ever asked you... Why um, are you using my full name every time? I don't know. <laughs> You're awkward. I don't like you. Um, what's with the eye patch? One eye opens, and then all around, like the the musicians <laughs> stop, and like the whole room like turns and looks at you, and like um, some like six foot five hulking guy across the room, like in his chair, picks his hat up, gets up, and like <laughs> bolts out of the building and out, and people like lean like like sit down in chairs, people lean back in booths, and she goes, "You, you asking me about my eye patch?" Yeah, I mean, I don't know about the eye patch. Well, I've stayed here you like know about it? I've stayed here like twelve you know nights. I'd you like know to know about the eye patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think you do? You think you do? There's things in this world you're not ready for. There are holes deep in the earth you can look in. Then once you see what's inside, you're never the same. And her, her nose starts twitching, and her eye is like kind of going with it, and she goes, "There's things, wounds you can look into." That you're never looking to look at the outside of somebody the same again. You don't want to see what's below the eye patch. Uh, you know what's below the eye patch? Your death. Wound? The end of you. <laughs> the future. A bleak future. Okay, I'll just wait on my breakfast. Then. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's, it's four copies. I got baby. There you go. Okay. Make an insight check. Okay. That is caught. So what the modifier is like? That's an okay roll, but the modifier call. What'd you get, Muggsy? Eighteen. <laughs> That's a modifier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing under that eye patch. It's just nine. <laughs> that was that was a lot of cuff. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and actually, as she turns to the side, you kind of like peer your eyes. Yeah. There's a little bit of space, and there's a functioning eye, like looking kind of like where the other one's looking. And she turns around and she goes behind. And you hear like clanging and like some muffled shouting, like, <laughs> and then after like a five minute wait, she comes back out and there is a plate, a wooden plate, um, is a huge chunk missing out of the side. So some of porridge is just slopping off of the edge where it's not a full plate, just on the floor. She brings it to the side and then there is just like a, 
there is the best way I can describe it is it's like someone took dough. It's like someone heard how you prepare dough, attempted to make it, got frustrated halfway through, threw it at a wall, then collected the remnants of that, threw it into an oven, oven, forgot about it, got that out, said, I don't know what to do with this, maybe washed it, and then put it on a plate. There is a pile of what may be considered heated ground wheat, maybe, with some additives, and that is just... Push toward you. Bone apple tea. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I don't like it. And she just <laughs> boom, 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 and she disappears back behind the counter. I I guess I ate it. Okay. Hey, yeah, I knew that was happening. <laughs> you don't. Can oh. I cast guidance on myself? Uh do you can you do that? Yeah. 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 You're gonna need it. <laughs> Saw that roll. Eight. And then, hold on. Wait, no, it's not eight, because I got to add my modifier. Wait. Yeah, okay. There's where? Oh. That's right across. Eleven. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Nope, you're not going to throw up here. You won't let, you won't give Bloody Mary the satisfaction, but oh, you could. Oh, what was that? Uh-oh. Oh, was any of that cooked? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, gross. Yeah, and then eventually when you're like, whatever you can't stomach of the meal, she comes back, climbs up on the on the thing. Prissy. She takes the plate back, and she just takes, she holds it in the hook hand, she gets handfuls of whatever's on the plate and starts shoving it in her mouth. She finishes it off. She turns around and just goes back to what she's doing. She washes it down with some mead early in the, order, in the morning. Can I? No, never mind. You know what? Uh, no, never mind. Uh, okay. What? Uh, that sounded fun. No, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to do something, but that I don't know. That mm. It's a new year, man. I mean, not yet, but it will be when the listeners listen to this. Um, what do you do? Do you do the thing? What do you do? Because I feel like you're going to do the thing. Okay, I'm going to do it. Why not? Yeah. Um, I knew what you Can mean. I cast... Is it... Am I able... Uh, tell me if this... Uh, I'm yeah, not allowed with, to do that. Uh, can I cast um, blindness on just the eye under the eye patch? <laughs> That's so cool. Okay, so first, just make an icona check for me okay. to see if you can like control it that hard. That's awesome. You have inspiration if you want to use it. That's up to you. Um, yeah, I'm gonna do inspiration. Okay. Oh. That oh. is a 19. Ooh. Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What does it look like as you cast? Um, so she has, what I didn't describe is she has like a staff with her that's mm-hmm. about her height. She's only like three foot four. Okay. Um, but she has a is staff she? with her that kind of looks like a sickle, like grim rapery. Oh, okay? heck um, yeah. And like it, a has, it has like a, a tiny... Um, has like a, a tiny stone like where the handle meets the 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 blade um that looks kind of like it's just like a blackish grayish stone again no color yeah um and it just has like a dull dull light to it so she kind of just she tries to do it subtly yeah also with that roll yeah heck yeah okay so she just kind of hits it on the ground but like not One super dull. loud yeah. yeah and the the stone kind of glows yeah and um kind of just like like fog so as, as, around the, it. as the stone lightly glows all the color around her eye on the right side 
momentarily kind of like dims a little bit. And then she like, she stops in her track halfway through with the plate and she goes, And then like half the room turns around and looks at her and this like, this like just rough looking cook from the back goes, what's wrong with you? She goes, ah, I, I can't see. And he goes, duh. And, <laughs> and she goes, I, I, I can't, I can't. And she rips the eye patch off of her eye and she looks around the room and there's just a fully fine eye, but that's kind of clouded over. And she looks around half the room and goes, <gasps> and the, mu- the music again stops. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Like half the tavern like looks at her, and then she looks around and realizes that everyone just saw her take off the eye patch. Just long moment of silence, and then she goes. She like runs to the counter, pulls out a loaded crossbow, cocks it, and she says, "Everybody out!" And like people get up and start like, <laughs> like getting up from the room, and then the whole place clears out. Do you go with them? Um, yeah, and as I go with them, I go, "You have lovely eyes." And uh, okay, uh, roll ahead. <laughs> Wait, I have, do I need to roll? Oh, no, I'm rolling. Okay. Terrible. What's your AC? Uh, 15, I think. Yeah, I, I rolled awful. A bolt by your head, and she reloads. <laughs> it's good enough! And she aims at you again. Do you run? Uh, yeah. Okay. As you, as you like, duck out of the door, there's, like, a... <laughs> by your head. As, like, a bolt sticks in the door, and you're... And you're out of there, and you're in the street. Nice. Okay. That's awesome. That's so good. That was super fun. <laughs> Okay, um, so I'm gonna make another musical transition. Super smoothly, I might oh, add. Now who's the bard? The <laughs> work site I was at is not close to the bar, was it? Mm. Odds or <laughs> evens, Daniel? Odds. I'll start with this one for this half. 18. Sorry, buddy. I, I run all the way to the work site. <laughs> <laughs> I have to find a big hippo man now! Um, uh, so we're going to spend this kind of like last part of our first half um, getting to this kind of like next section of the day. Mm. So we have a slightly more brief part with each of your characters and um, we could just go in order again, but we have dice. So let's use them. Why don't everybody roll a D20 for Everybody roll a D3. <laughs> or that. You have a D3. I'll tell you what. Some of us are going to roll a D20. So if you want to compete, you no, might also roll a D3. did roll a D3. That is pretty sick looking. It is straight up a one. That is sick. I got a one too. <laughs> what am I rolling? Abby, you know what? No Whatever idea. dice you want. The <laughs> highest is winning, so choose wisely. <laughs> uh, can I add a modifier? That's no. a 17. What? 17? Why do you need to add okay, a so That's I need the ones to re-roll. Okay. I'm going to use my dice that looks like old for roll our main people. D2. <laughs> I love Daniel. <laughs> Two. That's so cool. Three. I wanted it to be a one. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, great. So, Ophelia, starting with you. What are you doing after you leave the temple in the morning? Mm. You have a festival to go to. You can go straight there. You cannot. The world is your oyster. But you know you're going there at some point. And you know, at well, about midday I is when the thing is there's, there's, there's woe and there's well. Woe and we, woe and. It is pronounced um, I Wumbo, you Wumbo, he, she Wumbo, the study of Wombology. It's first grade. It's first grade, SpongeBob. Um. (laughs) Daniel and I shouldn't play that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um. Hmm. Ophelia's gonna go for a swim. Oh. She's gonna go. Chaotic energy. Wow. It's so cold. 
exciting. As okay. a lizard folk. <laughs> I, hey, hey, you do. You wait, 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 wait. Can Ophelia swim? DM question. Would, I have not jumped into the water yet. You would be aware. Yes. At this time of year, the water would be in the like kind of like a fun little zone we would call very dangerous <laughs> because the water it's probably a solid. 31 outside right now in degrees and that water is probably floating at like a really comfortable two um, or maybe negative eight so especially as a lizard person things could get real exciting real fast also you're aware the way the city is set up the river's not like at the banks of the sidewalk because it would flood constantly there's about a four foot drop there are not a whole lot of ladders because people don't get in that river so getting out could again be quite exciting you may do whatever you want, but that is knowledge you are aware of. Well, I'm so glad I'm aware of that. I'm going to take a nap in this sunshine. Sunshine. I'm aware yeah. I'm like a do that on a cloudy day where it's softly snowing. You did? It's softly it's snowing? snowing? It's a cloudy day where it's actually at the very it's, beginning I did. Oh, so did? nice try, bro, dog. Nice try, bro, dog. I roll for sunlight. Play the tape. Um, <laughs> what you doing, bud? Um, Spices it back in. I, <laughs> that I like, would be so like, funny. Then, like right here, I get like a separate recording where I go like in the beginning. I just stick in this obviously different recording of me going. And the day is sunny and and, and shining and and cold. Well, I didn't write down slightly snowing, so I yeah, figured. Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to do this, I will scroll okay, us back okay. to the intro, son. Anyway, I am gonna hang out. I'm gonna help people. I'll probably um. I, I put my book down to to help um, with the kiddos, so I will. I'll, I'll probably go and, and pick that up and maybe find like a nice fireplace and read for a little bit. Um, I'm yeah, gonna go. There's one in the mess hall. To keep people oh, warm. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Um, I'm gonna stop and get a biscuit at like a local bakery. Okay, yeah, it's biscuits. nice. It's warm, and uh, it's just simple. Nice. Simple, flaky, soft. You know, like that pleasant crunch at the outer. Crispy. <laughs> Sorry, we're nothing but like 20 Flaky. inside jokes. Fla- Flaky, Dan. Um, sorry, we can't. We shouldn't be around each other. We're, we've known each other way too long. Um, it's uh, <laughs> Don't do this to me more, Dan. I have to stay focused. You can't do this to me. We'll watch a video at break, um, but uh, it's amazing. But um, yeah, it's just it's just an excellent biscuit, and it's like mm, six copper. So okay, yeah, you pay it easily. Slay. Okay. Um. So you're munching on a biscuit, yeah. strolling around town. What yeah. is it the one I'll feel? Yeah. Yeah. I think she's just gonna have a pretty chill day until. Um, Are you kind of like lazily walking toward the town? Yeah, she'll go. She'll visit center. the library. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There is a library. Um, She's a scribe. That's her whole shit. Yeah, Lord. There is a library, (laughs) and it is robust. Um, You would be aware that it's kind of like it's floating around 10 a.m. right now, so you have a couple hours before you need to be at that city square. If you want to make the festival, you can also just knock into the festival. It's your day. Um, But uh, you head to the library. Do you have anything particular there? Yeah, I'm going to find like a nice looking library, and I'm looking for someone who wants to talk. There's one. There's one. Okay, I'm going to talk to the librarian. (laughs) Sorry, I thought you said library. You said librarian. There are multiple. Yes. That makes way more sense. Okay. I was like, there's only one librarian. In the city. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, odds or evens? Evens. That is a six. Um, there is a very nice kind of mousy woman in that she is a mouse. There is a gerbing with big ah! ears. She looks kind of like kangaroo ratish. So she has these huge oh. ears, these long feet on tiny little legs and this long tail out from behind her. And she has these 
teeny bitty spectacles that like kind of pull across her nose and she goes good morning good morning how, how are can you? i have service man i'm uh i am wondering if you could either point me in the direction or let me know if maybe you have some knowledge i'm looking for like histories of, of cold snaps in the city cold snaps mm-hmm, like oh. cold storms I, I don't know if there's too much senses of temperature oh, okay. but that doesn't mean there's no why don't you give me just a moment and mm-hmm. i'll be right back mm-hmm. thank you ma'am yeah and uh, she turns around and she just takes one big bound like across the the space behind the desk and then she <coughs> opens the door calmly and then, boom, like bounds away again yeah and then you're there um, it is, uh, it's also quite lovely. It's one of the newer editions. Um, it's, so it is structured, like physically spaced, kind of like a parking garage in that it is just one large rectangle, rectangular prism with like three levels. So there's a lot of tomes and scrolls here and it's very simply designed. It's kind of like boring in architecture. There is a spiraling staircase in each of the four corners of the building that leads from floor to floor. And then there's just a lot of racks with a lot of like an overwhelming number of uh, of tomes and scrolls. The person who, dev- who designed this space, not quite as architecturally gifted as much as the rest of the city, but there's one beautiful feature right on the front of the building. The front of the building is just one massive arch and floor to ceiling for three stories. It's nothing but glass. And uh, daylight shines through it. Even, I mean, you know, it's a cloudy day, but still a pale white silvery light is tracing through, um, sort of like hinting at the bright sky above. And um, as the snow is lightly falling, it's kind of like occasionally catching on the glass. And it's cold enough, the snowflakes just kind of sit there for a moment before they kind of melt a little bit and fade. And um, there's like a large um, sitting area in the middle, which is to say that there is a circular depression in the floor. Um, in which there is like a sealed, like giant, huge circular seat and then another depression. And in the middle of that is just like a massive round table. And it could seat maybe like 50 people at once, all like comfortably distanced from each other. And people just go there, like you collect your book, you go read there in the middle. So the librarians can kind of keep an eye on who has what books and all that. And then you go and return them. And that's the nature of the library. And right above that central space, there's a chandelier that looks quite a bit like the one above us. Um, it's just these like circular shards of glass that recurve backward inward um, with a, a warm burning flame in the center. And uh, um, there aren't a ton of candles in this place because it's filled with books. Um, but there are there's sconces at the very edges of the room, very far away from text. And so uh, it can get a bit dark in the middle, but yeah. Cool. That looks awesome. Okay. So you wait. And you wait. And you wait. Then uh, you wait. And then um, there's a proof, proof, proof. Hi, ma'am. Hey. I have found... Nothing. That's a very specific request. I'm sorry. That I think some years okay. it just gets cold. But I don't want to leave you empty-handed. So in my search, I think I found a few interesting options. Yeah. Um, we'll see if the quality, Abby, odds or evens. Evens. Scooby Wamba. Four. I missed the tray, but it still counts. <laughs> um, there are some really interesting texts. Um, one, uh, she pulls out. Um, a very very useless book um talking about sailing voyages cool then she pulls out a scroll full of um travel almanacs okay but then the third <laughs> she finds is a very small little booklet it is someone's personal diary submitted from a very long time ago and um it belongs to you like look at the name and it just doesn't ring a whole lot of bells um it's just um aldo so a l d o then Delado, D-E-L-O-D-O, 
Alden Delado, and it just appears to be, you thumb through it for a second, and it just appears to be like a personal journal of someone traveling Zedge. So that also seems quite useless, but she thumbs through it and she says, it's not exactly um, a wizard's meteorological account or or um, a cleric taking any careful scribing, but he does talk about weather patterns and um, it goes over some time, so maybe that could be of some use to you. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to take a look. All right, thank you. Thank you. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Saloon do with you. You too. She just gives a little smile and she bounds away. So you have those texts. Um, the other two, if you look through them, yes, very useless. Uh, but if you want, you can make an investigation check of the little um, uh, journal and we can see what you get. Can I say I like sit down and read it for a oh, little yeah. bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What'd you get? A uh, little math. One second. <laughs> Big muffs. I need to quit making that joke. You have a really cool dice, Daniel. One of them is a rope. One of them is a key. One of them is an anchor. One of them is just cheese. Oh, I legit thought that key was a loot for some reason. Me too. I was like, oh, it would be perfect for Jackie. I'm just joking. Skeleton. Because I wanted to see a loot. (laughs) We should get you something like that. They should make something like that. What'd you get, Abby? 23. Oh my goodness. Just Charles Xavier-ing it over here. She investigated the crap out of that book. Oh, I am an <laughs> You have an hour and a half to the ceremony, and you spend it thumbing through this journal. Not well written, but <laughs> full of interesting information. It is actually interesting, because as you start looking at the dates, oh, that's old. It's old. What language? Is it common? Um, it is in common. Actually, what languages do you speak? Common, Draconic, Sylvan, Unsen, Elven, and Dwarven. It is in common and then occasionally dips into dwarven. And it's really interesting because the common is the pertinent information and the dwarven is the author's opinions on everything. So he was clearly keeping oh, this so cool. as he was keeping this like intentionally as like kind of like an almanacish guide for himself. But then he's constantly writing like unhelpful but interesting little opinionated remarks all over the place in the I margins in dwarven. Love that. And um, you can pick those out too. But as you like you have an hour and a half to this ceremony um that people have like told you about um and uh you spend all of it like i mean you spend the time pouring through this journal and interestingly um this journal is old it is from the year 2994 pb it is old the paper's brittle in hand and actually as you look at it you notice the parchment is an unusual color it's literally from a time when parchment was produced differently because there have been innovations in parchment production since then is how old it is and it's bound in crude leather um but as you read it does mark a date in um a slightly more recent year ish um 30 12 pb um that there was a very long and unusual winter that started um, all the way back in, actually, hold up, let me get my, my month right here. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Why did I do that? <laughs> I'm loving it. Uh, give me just a second here. Daniel, hold music or general entertainment, I guess. <laughs> Never mind. Um, anyone, anyone, anything else? I, we have to retain our listeners. Please don't do this to us. Does anyone do anything else? Okay, never mind. All the way back in Kalilan, C A L apostrophe E L L A N. C A L, C A L apostrophe E L L A N. All the way back in Kalilan, which is the last month of fall, the winter set in. 
all the way down in Zedjkip, which is at the bottom of the nation in the far south. So like the whole country got like a winter snap and it lasted for four months and then it ended very suddenly. And it was like decades ago to this guy, which is century, more than almost two centuries ago for you. Were there any other notes on it? Nothing. Any he dwarven just, notes? He remarks it. Yes, there is a dwarven note. Good question. Um, he marks how weird it is because it blew in, like it started up north and then the winter like kind of like rolled down the nation. And then uh, when it dissipated, it dissipated from the north down to the south too. Hmm. Okay. Is there anything else in there? Um, there are some remarks he finds very witty about a king whose name you don't recognize because he's been dead forever. What's the king's name? It's, I'm not going to tell you because it literally means nothing. I made that up right now. Okay. Jeffo. 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 King Jeffo. Canon. Yes. Write it down if you want. King Jeffo. I'm he sorry. just calls him the worst. Complains Sh- about him a lot. Shout out to one of my best friends in the whole world. <laughs> His YouTube channel is called Jeffo Plays. <laughs> he is a king. Um, <laughs> otherwise, do you spend any of the time? Just kind of go to the ceremony after that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Drawed. What are your last manners? What do you do with the rest of your body? Because it leads up to Saturday. Drawed. Well, uh, <laughs> you almost did, Terrence. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Drawed. Drawed very similar. Um, I would probably have gone to a uh, pub of some sort to okay. enjoy a bit of drinking before I go. And you then head also to I the would, soul, and like, then oh. you see the arrows lodge in the door, and you go, never mind, and you go somewhere else. Is it about the same no. time when everyone erupted from it? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Hours later. Right. Um, oh. Uh, I guess I don't have to drink before the celebrations begin. Huh. Uh, I'm going to go towards the orphanage then, because I like to head there and kind of cheer up the children. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. Um, you make your way to the cathedral. It's a jaunt. You have to. You actually have to cross past the part of the city you would go to for the celebration. So you go way out of your way. You go, you go like six miles across the city and you make it to the cathedral. It takes like an hour or two, but when you get there, um, uh, you've been here a long time. And at first the clergy, you know, they were super excited. Someone was interested in the kids. They is like, abrupt and strange that some stranger was interested in like helping these kids so the clergy kept an eye on you for a while but you've been here for years and now they just have like someone in the room because the kids just love you um their favorite thing is seeing how many of them you can pick up at once as they like hold onto your arms and um all of them try and make themselves look big like you and their favorite activity is seeing what thing that week they can see if you can lift and you always can and every time it blows their mind (laughs) and um they all start like trying to act like you or look like you in hopes of also being six foot eight in a wall of muscle. But um, you pass into the room. What do you do that day as there's just like an eruption of uh, children? Mr. Jim! Mr. Jim! Go for it, Abby. Hop in there. Good. One kid's really <laughs> quiet and shy. Another one goes... I go immediately to that goes, kid who's... Is he to put my pants? <laughs> oh, what, is it a big one this time? It is. Oh my gosh. Let me help you with that. And, and then, I kind of just like pull him over and kind of just like immediately go to somewhere else. <laughs> just lead him to give him to somebody like the, the, the regular cleric there and he goes, thanks. <laughs> and uh, you go back to the quiet kid. I'm like, how are you little Hello, one? Sir. Hello. <laughs> Doing okay? Yes. Yeah. Just didn't get your morning energy yet. 
<laughs> she's like, she's like shaking. Remember, I have to control the peaks inside. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the loudest I've ever heard Abby be on a microphone. That, that's the loudest I've ever heard Abby. <laughs> okay. What am I picking up this time? And then we slay. Well, Gerard is talking to. Oh yes. To Yippee. Oh yes. <laughs> I love it. Please let her name be Yippee. <coughs> well, where did we leave off? You were yelling in my face. <laughs> and someone pooped their pants. Well, that was taken care of. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I was I was shaking nervously. Or well, just shaking. You don't know if it's nervous. Insight. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding. Let's, let's, let's progress the scene. 21. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to write that down, I guess. I am nervous. <laughs> it's no need to be nervous, Yippee. It's okay. <laughs> Here, get on my hand. No. And then, and then I do it. I kind of lift you up onto my. Sh- I like I lift you up onto my shoulder and kind of. You just feel put you like in. you feel like. Is there like a? Is that like a tear? Like what is that? What is that? What is that on your shoulder? I look and I'm like, Wait, it's what? okay. It's okay. We're gonna have a grand Wait, time today. Is it a tear, Abby? It's a tear, right, Abby? Right, it's a tear. It's a, it's a, it's a liquid that I always feel. Yeah. Oh no. Tear. Okay. I'm like, Deuce, How are you, good man? I'm great. I'm, I'm sleep. I'm good. Our, our. Dude, is it almost nap time? It is, you know. It is. I don't so want to take a nap. Oh, look at that over <laughs> there. How about, how about this? If you can beat me in a lap, in 17 laps around the room. Easy. You don't have to go to I'm nap time. The I kind of wink at Deuce. Uh-uh. Another boy looks at you. Excuse me? Yeah, and he starts running. I, I start running. I start running. No, okay. <laughs> Some of the stone cracks I just fall a little off bit. his shoulders. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Tooth catches you. <laughs> okay. And uh, is there anything else? I, I, I just tire him out as much okay. as I can before they have to go to nap time. There's, there's a moment as you're leaving where Tooth like stops you and goes, you might be the holiest person in the city. <laughs> Pats your arm. Bless you. Anytime, dude. Do you know where I live? I think. I really don't. But <laughs> well, good, yeah. good night, Miss. Miss. <laughs> good night, Alice. And Zeus um, picks up a little lute and starts strumming um, Chaos Mage just really softly. Um, it's it's a, it's it existed long before Ravina. It's a, it's like a lullaby in the yeah, world. Yeah, but how it's nifty. But he starts strumming the song. And uh, and uh, starts doing a lullaby for the kiddos. And Jar, do you do anything else? Um, uh, about what time? Much, much t- more time. Yeah, like ten minutes. Ten minutes before the yeah, s- pretty close. <gasps> I've got to go. Okay, I, I just like kind of. Do they pay me by the day, by the week? Your job or the cathedral? Okay, so they don't pay you. <laughs> the I know. They, they pay you weekly. I go for the money. I take about. Gets out and says, "Man, I hate those kids." <laughs> I get out a few silver and I say, "I go to Father Keeley and I oh, say, okay. I say, for the temple, I know you do good work here. Even though, you know, there's a he just he like clasps your hand with his tiny comparative hands and he goes, I don't know." No, religious you are, Gerard. But if there is a man who can look like Saloon, I think it's you. Well, I appreciate it. I, I try to look like, uh, well, the lost gods of where I'm from. 
but uh, it seems know, very are. much like Saloon. But I imagine they're proud of you. Well, I appreciate it. Good I, I hope you have a good enjoyment of the festival. How could I not? Surrounded by people. It's a beautiful day. Always is. Pats you on the hand. Walks by. I sprint as I'm late. <laughs> All right. Um, Moi. Yes, that is Ophelia. Yeah, I got lost there. Ophelia, <laughs> you lost business I'm before you Ophelia. had to money. You're <laughs> Muggsy. <laughs> Guys, I, I've just met these people. Bear with me. Um, as I run out of the tavern, out of the soul. Um, sorry, my nose itches. Um, I guess that is not a bonus action. I'm sorry. I guess she just starts walking towards where the festival is okay. going to be. You just head straight there. Yeah. Um, so you're there well before everyone else. Um, it's it's kind of it already looks pretty. Um, the snow is been pretty persistent. It's worth mentioning. There's about four inches of snow in most places in the city. You have to like trudge through it. It's worn away in most of the main streets because yeah, it's been pretty packed and people are moving through it, but it's gathered up along the edges of buildings and it's built up on the um, on the rims of of awnings and sloughs down into the street. And there are occasional snowball fights with kids. It's kind of fun around the city. People are making um, some snowmen and um, someone's made a couple um, like snow angels in the ground and people are writing wonderful nice notes and fog on people's window and terrible awful obscenities and fog in people's window because people but um as you move through the city you make your way toward the center of town and where this ceremony is being held is that um the river is very large and ships are constantly sailing through it but the city needs to connect so there are these rings of walls across the city where um you can you can actually guards patrol the walls but citizens can too um, there are stairs that lead up along the edges of the city and you can rise on them and move around and like they kind of like move you and they connect to those arches that connect between the buildings. The whole city is like an architectural feat. It's pretty incredible. And it's kind of one of Yosbin's like real pride points is the architecture or uh, Zedge's real pride points is the architecture of Yosbin. Um, Tickle's so cute. Um, uh, that's Jackie's dog. Sorry, that was random. Um, <laughs> But um, that's kind of like it. There's big distances between each of those. So one of the main things is that there are five very large bridges that span the whole gap of the river, and they are each at their zenith, sixty feet high. They like they. From you have the to get your cardio in to walk up them huh? from the base of the river. Like yeah. from the water Yeah, level? like from, well, so like kind of four feet up because from the edge of the water that flows by, but they're huge because the river's wide, um, but there it's a steep incline. It's like stairs that go all the way up, a platform flat in the middle. And there's five of them at like pretty significant distances and people are always going up and down and across. Supports? Uh, they're, they're, they're just very thick stone structures and actually um, they're, uh, they're like diagonal angled braces that go up and in between. People are kind of just experimenting with these ideas of like basic physics and they're being employed in the construction of these That's bridges. So cool. um, and there might also be a little bit of, you know, arcane glyphs used to fill in spots where people haven't made quite enough innovation yet. Um, but there's these regular intervals and the one in the very middle of the city uh, that's surrounded by like um, the central governmental building and the mayor's manor and the largest hotel and all these very important buildings in the trade district. Um, this largest bridge has been closed off for the day and um, uh, staff from the city and the mayor's office are already like collecting huge amounts of lanterns and um, they're, it's all just donations. So people are bringing excess lanterns and giving them and people like it's being organized by attendants. So when you get there, you, I'm talking to the wrong person, when you get there early, 
um, uh, there's just like a crowd starting to gather and there's street vendors everywhere who have collected to sell random goods and food, warm food and coats for people who didn't realize how cold it would be and mittens and just people are preparing for this for like this kind of like mini early version of what will later be a very grand celebration. And, um, uh, just lanterns are kind of like being stockpiled and you can see, um, off to the side of the bridge, um, the mayor, mayor, uh, you would just kind of know well enough, um, of her, uh, mayor Asha Pimlot. Um, she is a tiefling woman. Um, she has bright red skin, like Christmas red, and she has these thick horns that are very kind of stubby. So they're wide and then they come to sudden points. She has this thick, dark braided hair and her eyes are completely white, no pupils. And, um, uh, she has on like kind of this like elaborate dress that like turns into a heavy layered tabard. It's gorgeous. And these like frilly mittens. And it's always hard to tell how old she is because she has this kind of like regality to her and it's kind of hard to gauge her age. She seems like older, but wait, maybe she's kind of young for a mayor. It's hard to tell. She has those like recurved legs and the cloven hooves and she has a red tail. It's always flicking around and she has banded jewelry that goes down her tail. Um, and she's there um, kind of like directing people a good distance away up on the edge of a bridge. And um, like the uh, deputy mayor is there and the assistant to the office of the mayor, like all these different kind of individuals. Um, I could describe them in detail, but it's kind of boring. And um, I have the information if you want it, but only if you press. Um, so like it's being organized and different like kind of volunteers are being directed and the holiday's just getting set up and people are hanging lanterns that are not light enough to float just all along the edges of buildings and people are kind of like, this is an excuse to get ready for the holiday. Early. Yeah. Yeah. And snow's flowing softly around and ships are just constantly passing through under the bridge. So there's just kind of like this fun thing where like as sailors go by, they climb up onto the rigging and like shout up and wave <laughs> at the mayor and she obliges every single one and waves and smiles. Um, when do the lanterns go? Like at evening time? No, or no? Uh, in midday. Oh, midday. Okay, okay. So, you know, a bit from now. Are there any like vendors like selling lanterns to... There are. To it's very profitable. Um, so, uh, as you walk around, um, there's this like really scrawny vulpin girl mm -hmm. and she has a stick. That's a fox and she's like fluffy and she has this heavy coat and she has this long kind of dowel rod like stick and there's hooks with lanterns hanging from them and she's walking around and she's going you can't find better buy it right here it's cheap as it can be you ma'am you look like a savvy individual and she kind of like actually takes you in and pauses for a moment and then she shakes her head and she goes mm. I've got a sale for you she walks up she holds up the rod and she goes only a silver a piece Not only a silver I'm certain nice intelligence check That would be just straight intelligence. Straight intelligence. Nineteen. A silver for a lantern? What? <laughs> yeah, like four copper, maybe. Um. How about five silver? I mean, five copper. Her eyes get big. I meant copper. And then they relax. <laughs> Yeah, do. And she and she slides it off the end and hands it to you. And she immediately holds her palm out and gives you like really intense eyes. Okay, I give her five drop copper. On some copper. Yeah. Good on business. Fine as you can get here, only two silver. And she starts walking down a different direction in the street. Okay. Okay. Just have a little lantern in your hands. Wait, what do we do with the lantern? Well, you're aware that um, when the time comes, uh, people will pass pass around like small candles, and mm. you'll light it in the middle, and the heat will rise yeah. and make it flow. Okay. Um, just waiting for the ceremony. I guess I'm just going to find like a little spot that 
you find a really there's... comfortable nook under the awning of like a large home, but um, it's got like an inner courtyard. So there's okay. an awning that hangs off of the outer wall. And that kind of doesn't really like it belongs to them, but it's in the public street and you just kind of rest there and the okay. snow is gently falling all around you and just waiting for the ceremony. Sick. And it's right there that we will end part one of the North Storm, which is definitely going to be super like the second part. But um, <laughs> thanks for coming, everyone. Uh, you're all level 35. No. Um, <laughs> Daniel, yeah. thank you for joining us. I know you can't make it for the second half because we have to kill you, but yeah. um, <laughs> it's a burden I'm willing to bear. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think we have anything dies to, suddenly. I don't think we have anything to plug because it's uh, just holidays and one shots. And yeah, we'll check out our Patreon y'all, if you'd like to Patreon. We have Actually, we have recently, we've put custom memes up on the yeah. Patreon. Yeah, we the have, memes are sick. We have, we have breakdowns of episodes. Yeah. We have like three the custom one shots. Sick. We have the live show on yeah, there. Yeah, there's y'all, a lot of cool stuff. It's a lot of value mm-hmm. for your dollar. But if you're not trying to do all that, Tell somebody you love about the podcast. Yeah. Leave a review. Say mm, raccoon. Follow us on Instagram, yeah, TikTok, share Twitter. Us on Instagram. Go check out our um, write fake articles about us on Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah that would no. Um, if somebody about, made a Wikipedia page, I would lose my mind. And I, please, all wrong. Dude, yes. nothing, uh, nothing accurate. Go, go We're all raccoons. Out, go oh. check out barelydnd.com. Yes. You can yes. find Website, maps, maps of the world. Character information. Yeah. You can find the information that's correct, so you make sure that you don't accidentally <laughs> so you make don't something correct in your Wikipedia page that you're going to make. Page. Please, yeah, someone make you. a Wikipedia page. But y'all, Happy New Year. We're so excited. If you've been listening this long, holy cow, thank you for joining us on this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. It's it's my one year anniversary on the podcast. Oh my goodness. Happy Special guest, birthday. Jackie, Jackie Butler. That was um, not needed. <laughs> it's always needed. Um, and if you're just joining us, thank you for the ride. But if there's one thing we, communi- we could communicate to you, listener, life is an incredible story and you are a very important part of it. Skibbity wabbam data.